Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Wrestling Mayhem showed over 820 episodes of talking professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter again, the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Where you talk, uh, uh, I, I love, so tonight I got two people with me in the business forever. Somebody's got the, got their mic on or we got their phone on. Uh, so excited to have, uh, uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. Mad Mike is on assignment. Mad Mike, who coincidentally started a feud with Brandon K on Twitter and then went to Hawaii and keeps, keeps sending us topless photos. But anyways, that's what he's doing right now. But with us, first of all, he is uh, the grizzled vet himself. Ronnie Starks on the line with us. Hello, everyone. Hello, hi, Buenos Dias. Uh, what <laughs> other other languages I can't speak? Sure, okay. That was a terrible intro by me. That was ter- that I I gave you a platform, that was, and that's that's where we rolled with. Uh, then this is you know this is why I just can't be left out publicly. <laughs> that's why you're broadcasting from home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also with us is uh, manager of champions. Oh, BC Steel. There will be no manager of champions. Uh, and unless a micro- although, and although I am literally a manager. Of and champions. Katie left her microphone in front of your camera shot for some well, reason. You know what? I want that <laughs> over I want, there. I want this to be like a press conference. Well, Let's, yeah, we just stick all of them pointing at you, I guess. There you go. I uh, Well, if that's the case, then I'm probably making an important announcement. But hola, <laughs> como estas? Yo soy Benjamin de Steel. Ben, Benjamin se Steel. Mm. Uh, Lucha Libre de Managerio y... Commentator de Cholera, Queso Biblioteca, and La Ciudad. Oh, that's, we definitely got to take you across the order of taco here. That's, <sighs> that's the Spanish that I learned. That's the Spanish. <laughs> so there you go. Big shocker, Benjamin Steve Steele has to, you know, one up me. <laughs> big, big shocker. The mm. past what eighteen years that we've known each other. Yes. Big shocker. Go me. This is going to be a catch-up session. I can tell right now. I love that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can us up at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. 412-206-WMS0 at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. The Wrestling Mayhem Show group, Discord, and Reddit where we can uh, converse. A lot of great conversations actually happening this week. A lot of great shares happening over there on the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, Facebook group, actually. And why did Peter Gabriel up in my google search what the hell is happening here because you wanna be sledgehammer that's all we can do or we're gonna get sued yeah yeah pretty much so sorry youtube you know um and uh where we at oh uh, and of course we're live every tuesday at 9 p.m eastern time on facebook on youtube on twitter on the uh sorgatron media twitch and on the indie wrestling.us youtube twitch and twitter um however you would like to consume the show we got most of the chat rooms up here so we're going to keep an eye out if you have any conversation any any corrections anything like that we'll direct, direct them all at bc steel 
and I will answer them to the best of my ability. Hopefully, this does not turn into uh, Ask BC Anything. Maybe it could be. I don't know. I mean, it's I know a, things and stuff. It's not you, a. There's not a plan tonight. If you want useless <laughs> trivia and facts that you can impress absolutely no one, there you go. Ask BC still anything at mayhemshow.com. There you go. <laughs> that I think that'll work actually. So wrestlingmayhemshow.com. You gotta get the full domain. Uh, Wrestling Mayhem. Show, also, sorry. thank you to our patron supporters at the fan of the show level. Patron patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show, of course. Our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity. Ooh. As well as Ed Burke and Team Hamifist, the Poppy Club level, Dave Potter and Bobby FJ Town at the Pizza Club level, Doc Remini and the Riz, and at the manager level, Bradley. And the mother of dragons, Tina Keys. You guys can support the show too at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. We drop clips, extra stuff before and after the show, sometimes a little too sensitive to put out in public, um, including some inside info that, uh, or at least, you know, talking about things we can't talk about on the show sometimes. Um, but maybe we'll talk BC into doing some of that here later. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe. He's already telling me stories I probably couldn't put on air. So this one time, right? He just got, <laughs> no, never mind. Anyways, um, so let's get into it. Uh, what, well, first of all, uh, Ronnie, you you brought up your 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 new favorite thing in wrestling, apparently, or at least your new um um uh, your next job in wrestling because there's an application process here. Tell me about it. Uh, what did I say? It was maximummodels.com. I got the website right here that you sent me. Maximummalemodels.com is a real mm-hmm. website. There it is. It's a little landing page. It's got a uh, Max Dupree. You know, founder director Maxwell Male Models up there, and we've been talking about this a lot. And of course, the uh, uh, well, last night um, Matt Carlin's um, was talking about how uh, Monsoor and how did we how do we say Mace now? I, I you know, with our dots Mitz. in there, Miss 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 Miss. Yeah. Miss. Put emphasis on that Miss. <laughs> anyways has a little stank on it a little bit of stank on it yeah exactly i'm doing the shaky leg and you guys can't see it but shaky leg what the stanky leg the stanky Stanky leg leg, oh okay um but uh but but he he declared that that is a a shot at all the uh wrestling writers that have to put all those characters in uh it's gonna ruin everything so Mm -hmm. um and i think a few other industries are kind of bothered by that as well but anyways um, but anyways, uh, Ronnie, tell me about this website. Excuse me, I was muted. I was clearing up my throat there. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can go on there. You, mm-hmm. you start out when you click the thing. Uh, you put your age, and then you agree to the terms. Sure. And then you and then you can fill out your model information. Okay, what is my model information? Are we going to do this live? Hold on a second. Uh, okay. Up, yeah, let's, let's, upload let's a full body photo. Hold on, we're going to fill in the information here. Do we have a full body photo of BC? (gasps) Oh, oh, I'm going to get signed. There you go. This is going to be it. This is your, this is the next, this is is the next phase of your career. Apparently we have one of those promo shots that rise did the other day or last couple (laughs) weeks ago. I'm looking this up real quick. You know, if you go uh, on Facebook or Twitter, BC steal yo girl, cheap plug already. uh, There are photos of me there. Uh, I'm about to. But I just assume people save them as their background or wallpaper, not like phone wallpaper. I mean, literal wallpaper. What are you in like MySpace or something? What are you talking about over there? MySpace. Do people still <laughs> do that? My- I don't know. I haven't, I haven't changed my like background oh, for like five phones. So like that's 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 new new to me. 
B C steal yo girl. I'm still I'm fine trying to find my state. <laughs> that would be I, Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, there's a giant <laughs> list here because this is international. I was gonna say I'm guessing there's at least 50 states, probably several provinces. Yeah, yeah. Full body photo. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> I don't. How about I just send a picture of my dog? Yes. Just send the dog. <laughs> Listen, we're just gonna send this picture of my dog right here, and then that's Aww. that's your uh, use, and then submit your application. There you go. Perfection. We'll see what happens. I'm sure I'm on another WWE mailing list for now, right? Uh, we'll see oh. if you have what it takes to become a maximum male model. Oh, see the dog definitely does. <laughs> yeah. I really well, hope. I'm guessing in the terms of service, it says we have the right to use these photos on our television product. <laughs> and now the dog is going to become an international superstar. Oh, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Um, we'll, 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 we'll be looking out for that. So... Um, have you been now? Now listen, BC. You've you've managed the runway. I you've managed other um, beautiful people over the years. You have a interesting wardrobe yourself. I mean, when you see maximum male models, like I mean, w- what are the vibes you're getting from this thing? I didn't know that you could smell money through your television, mm. but I smell money. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think that's one of those things where. Uh, like when Ezekiel came out and people were like, oh, this is dumb because it was like week one and people were overreacting. I was like, I was there live for that one. I was just like, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, it's like that. Like, <laughs> like, like well, it's, it's literally because it's, it's so jarring. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's definitely like a, especially if you know who, uh, Ronnie, how do you pronounce that again? How do you pronounce that name? Miss who? Yeah. <laughs> If you know who they were before, you're like, this is vastly different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, well, well, then and then and then Ezekiel had that because you know, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's had that. Like, where you know, I know if I shave my goatee, it's offensive to people. <laughs> What's going on under here, right? Like, like, or don't or, you dare? Or, so wait, or so. I mean, did anybody have a father that like had a beard most of the time and shaved once, and you're like, never again, please? Who are you, mm-hmm. stranger, in my house? Like, mm-hmm. like, like that's that's the vibe I got. When like we had Ezekiel come out without a beard, so and, you've seen Ezekiel with a beard though. Well, I mean, hmm. uh, I swear they actually are brothers. Actual brothers. I have met his brother before. Oh yeah, at IWC back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's true. Ben can back me on that. I have. I have. He's a real well. person. He exists. He is a carbon, bre- carbon breathing. Yes, he's a carbon he's breathing carbon- life form. He's not like us. He is a carbon breathing life form. Okay. It's true. Okay. Take it from us. We've been around for like decades. Brother, brother. brother. <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yeah, we, we know how this shit works. That makes right? me feel he's, old. Yeah, he's he's got brothers. He's got sisters. He's got cousins. He's right. got... And they'll step cousins, and step brother. All are gonna step in, just like Bobby Lashley's extended family that one time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the possibilities are endless here. Mm-hmm. Just endless. Jeez. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh so so maximum male models, that'll be fine. Uh what else is oh, going yeah. what else is going on, on out there in the wrestling world <laughs> right now? Well, everybody thinks Bray Wyatt's coming back, but we all know it's Edge. It's, it's uh, like somebody found the toy or something, right? 
Like, yeah. like I saw somebody like because there's like a, a weird like WWE superstars like 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 super gimmicked like where he's like wearing a magic top hat or something. And they were Are like, you talking about the Alice in Wonderland toy? Is that what that is? He's dressed like the Mad Hatter. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, this is brand new. That means it's coming back. Right. It's like, no, man, the lead time on those toys are so bad. You know, yeah, you know how many they em- made that toy like three years ago, but they just released it. Yeah. You know how many Ember Moons are still on the pegs and she's been gone for almost a year. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just I mean, <laughs> if you're looking for if you're looking for AEW figures, look at the WWE shelves. Really, in the long yeah. run, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funny. Like, it's they've, they've so rapidly let people go. Like, the, the toys can't keep up. The, the, the game can't keep up. Right. I feel bad for game developers. Oh, yeah. That process of and I'm sure I'm sure in the the pecking order, they're not number one that's getting the notification. No, no, and no. I they're don't know when the rest of us are probably. And if they're mm-hmm. not, if you have somebody who's not a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to explain like, hey, uh, you got to take these five people out. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, because they just let them go. But we've been making this game. Why would they? Wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's or good... they just let them go. Like, like I, you know, what is the threshold, right? Yeah. Of how, because there's a lot of people that were on there that were, that were let go like three months ago. Yeah. When, when that game came out. So it was really interesting to see because, and this always happens. But thankfully, like the big let go is usually after Mania, and then the game comes out in the fall. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it was a different cadence this time. That was that was very strange. Um, have we seen it affect DLC? I'm wondering because they had that planned out for months, and they had some yeah. like NXT people that I'm not sure they're anymore. But I'm I'm thinking I would assume at one point we will just get to. Hey, we've got the body. Let's just redo the head. Yeah, pretty much at this point. Well, and also mm-hmm. the, the 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 community downloads have kind of yeah. filled in any gaps there too. I mean, they're doing alternative. Uh, they're doing alternative uh, uh, things and everything, like you know, alternative costumes for people that are you know more updated or or something, or their AEW gear, <laughs> you know, whatever the case may be. Right? I haven't so. honestly. I am still playing Fire Pro since I got it and downloading and such. So any yeah. Fire Pro aficionados out there it's yeah great. yeah so um otherwise uh, uh aw's got a lot going on uh looks like they're gonna have a uh, uh, looks like details on their next aw pay-per-view will be on tomorrow um they're really kind of building up i love how, what aw's doing like and again it's summer so it, I, I guess we kind of come through this every summer but they're doing fighter fest again they did road rager i'm loving you know we don't have a pay-per-view technically i guess we have ring of water in a couple weeks but we don't have like an AEW pay-per-view till the end of September and they still feel like a big event every week. Yeah. And then that's what they, I think that's what they've been really good at lately. They're really good oh. at it seemingly, especially now the summer lull that happens with pro wrestling. Yes. Like the, what's the, I know WWE used to do a big angle around end of May to early July, somewhere in there. That's when Nexus was. And mm-hmm. I know there's other things that I obviously can't pull off the top of my head, but but that's when kind of wrestling takes its little bit lull. Like WrestleMania is over and WWE kind of controls that. I know AEW's around, but I'm just saying in general, uh, because of WrestleMania after that, uh, interest doesn't peak until maybe August. So it's kind of hard to have that. But AEW always has something going on. So maybe mm-hmm. there is a benefit to having so much talent because you can always have something new or something spectacular i know there's a downfall but there is a a positive spin to it i mean there's there's something to be said for like you know i still get the emails for the shows right 
like the 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 raw what's coming up tonight on Raw, what's coming up tonight on SmackDown. And and half the time I'm looking at it and like I do watch the pay-per-views. And I'm like, wait, we're doing this match again? Like yeah. we have nobody else for them to do anything significant with. Like it's so strange seeing that versus I just feel like there's always something new happening and a new face and a new interesting thing happening on AEW. I mean, you can say like long-term storytelling and stuff, it kind of kills it and fans can't keep up or something like that. But I don't know. I think a lot of fans are, you know. Yeah. And I think AEW seems a little bit more crash TV of the 90s, not to that extreme. A little bit. No, no. But, but I don't hate that because what's always the complaint? Well, we've seen this guy so many times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the best thing for a wrestler is to get hurt because he has to go away. Mm -hmm. Where in AEW, you can move guys in and out. Like, hey, this guy's hurt. Okay, we can have this guy take his place. Hey, this guy needs time off. Okay, we can have this guy take his place. I feel like generally, if you just say I'm watching Dynamite, there are... I think there's people that you see in ring once a month. Probably, yeah. Like, very... I feel like I see a Jade Cargo match, a significant one, once a month, and sometimes she's on dark. Right? Possibly, yeah. Like, like she's popping up. They're doing promos and everything like that. You know, we saw Chris Dantler in Athena this past week, and but no match, and they're setting up for a match this week. Which, you know... Also, you know, unless you're somebody like, you know, the Young Bucks have to be there to EVPs, right? You know, things like that. There's some people that are regularly there doing, you know, darks and everything like that. But, you know, dark orders and best friends and stuff like that. You know, you got that core group. But it's like, man, like, I, I, I don't think we're making Athena show up for the week that she just did a promo. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing we pre-taped that the week before. Yeah. You know, to, and, yeah. and, and loosen it. Then you're not bringing... Because WCW used to do that. WWE do this. Like, how many times like, you would always hear about they're bringing all these people in and then they just sit in catering? Yeah, that was the WCW thing, too. They would yeah, fly they're, in, they're, like, 80 guys and yeah. use 40. Like, the roster, I remember looking at the Wikipedia, like, this was the roster in 1997, let's say. And it was, like, 150 people, yeah. right? And, and but they were, but also they were doing, like, the, like, there were people that were being featured and you can say this, it, it's kind of like what happens on Dark now, you know? Like, there's people being featured over on their worldwide program that you never get to see if you just yeah. watch Nitro, right? Yeah. Like, it's not insignificant people, right? Steven Regal, I don't know. You know, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Like, he didn't have anything on Monday, but... Yeah. And a lot of the stuff, like, there's a, a, a Twitter that's dedicated just to, like, B&C show WCW stuff. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and you, you uh, Luchadors especially. And yeah. Yeah. You can look this up on Google. It's it's a Google site where it shows when WCW <laughs> filed the SEC filings, I think in 99 or 2000, it shows everybody's pay. And some of those on there are like 1500 per date. Mm -hmm. So if they show up and they don't work, that's a date. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine trying to keep track of all that. But you get like a guy that gets $1,500. And I'm thinking, okay, if he showed up at nitro and wasn't used but then they fly him tuesday to wherever and he like that's two dates mm -hmm. that's a different story but um what is it oh so they had a big overarching company that wasn't keeping an eye on those things yeah. there was a lot of bloat in their in their budget and everything oh boy is this osw review with the uh payroll information for 1999 is that the kind of stuff we're talking it about might be it shows like royalty it shows a bunch of yeah stuff. like it's got payroll merchandise licensing total yeah. Uh, for like Arn, Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson made twenty six thousand dollars in uh in the nineteen ninety nine out of everything. What the hell? See, <laughs> was it, maybe he wasn't active at the. I time. I was gonna say some of the numbers. I think they might. It's 
considered quote unquote creative accounting. Mm-hmm. There's there's a book, uh, Fools Rush In by Nina Monk, that is about the AOL Time Warner downfall. Yes. And they reference uh, creative accounting. And there that is probably, that pulls off the actual data. There's like a site mm-hmm. that has the actual scanned information that went to the Are you SEC. talking about this one here that I'm pulling up? This is the OSW review. Yeah, they're, they've compiled all of it into a So I'm, I'm looking thing. at payroll information, 1999, Bill Goldberg, 4.6 million. Uh, let's see, total see, of four, 5.1 after merchandise licensing, everything like that. I don't know if that's it because when no. I know it's a Google site, I just know I remember Google. Site oh, it just came up like in Google as like one of those information cards. Yeah, yeah oh, it's, that's like, interesting. it's like a Google. <laughs> that is interesting. And it has like you can click a guy's name, it takes you to that spot and has the, what it's really. If you like the financial side of, of pro wrestling and you think that was the 90s, what guys mm. were making, it's really impressive. But then you see something and you're like, how was he only making that? Or wow, he got paid this much per dates, and he worked this much. Like, oh my god! I, I, I try to stay away from the financial side because I, for as many years as I've been around, the financials of independent professional wrestling make absolutely no sense to me. And I mean, yeah, <laughs> and that's sometimes right. I guess they don't make sense as a promoter too. But uh, but like, and I've kind of I like don't let me dive into it because I'm afraid I'm going to go down a really dark <laughs> hole. Uh, for something like that, but I uh, mean, sometimes professional wrestling in a whole doesn't make sense. To me. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that, but you know, like I'm, I mean, I, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, okay, this looks like this many people are here. This is how much the tickets were. How much are these guys getting paid? Wait a minute, this doesn't something doesn't add up here, you know. Yeah. And and that, and then now we're doing these shows, you know, I see this with MMA too. I'm I'm kind of doing a partial of that, but also tickets start at fifty dollars, yeah. you know, and like VIP are like what one fifty, yeah. And there's sponsors and there's pay-per-view yeah. and there's all this other stuff. Plus there's the pay for the purse and everything, right? Plus there's the commission fees, which I'm sure are much more for MMA. Because yeah. um, they're doing a whole lot there um, in comparison. Well, it depends on what state you're in. Uh, but <laughs> so, because, oof, oof. They are, it's interesting. I've seen about five different states of commissions and... Uh, for everything that anybody gives uh, shit about the PA State Athletic Commission when it comes to wrestling, um, they are the tightest shows to go through. Yeah. Like, you know, for better or for worse, they are like, nobody's fucking around in the crowd taking pictures. Like, the promoter's not out in the crowd taking pictures in between fights and we're just waiting, yeah. you know. So, like, stuff like that. But that happens at some other promotions yeah, in is, other it states. Can get very, very catty. And mm-hmm. very bad mm-hmm. oh yeah so, oh yeah absolutely. and it's good and bad because if you had a in a utopian society of of at least of pro wrestling if you had the commission it would weed out the bad mm-hmm. it would weed out the lower level of pro wrestling and mm-hmm. it would accentuate and motivate everybody to get to a higher level. half of detroit i'm not to put them in that bucket with that but half of detroit wrestling would not happen first no. of all because holy well. holy shit detroit wrestling uh, it is, is wonderfully dangerous. If my buddy that lives outside Detroit is watching this, uh, he is not talking about you. He's talking about everybody. Yeah, probably talking <laughs> about him too. If he's watching, I've seen. Maybe I've seen some. I've seen some shit in the last couple of months. We'll talk about the red film, light. I filmed some. Oh, I've talked about it on here. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, there's a lot of light tubes. There's a lot. Of, it. It. Woof. Uh, so, <laughs> I and even the ones without light tubes are wild. So you know, like Pope and uh, Jason Hotch. <laughs> I saw clip, I saw the one the super kick. I just saw a clip of that the, the, like super, the other day. Yeah, uh, Pope super kicks Jason Hotch, and that was impressive. 
Yeah, I think he took my footage. Oh, it might have been that. <laughs> I, thought I, was like, I was like, it's either my footage or it's somebody who's right beside me. Very possible. But still, it was just like, all right, all right, all right whatever. But um, yeah, because he's like, he's like, I don't even, I don't even do super kicks or something like yeah, that. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 that was pretty good. Yeah, that was like right in front of me and Dutters. Uh, so well, there you go. But it, it was, was good, and it like, was really good. Yeah. It was like it was a great match, and there's like one camera up in the balcony. You know what I mean? It's just like, and and there's you know, I go to promotions like that, and just like I'm looking around, I'm like, where's the? I see this guy like in the corner with a camera, and then like one up here. And I was like, what? You know, what are we doing? <laughs> Who's going to watch this? You know, these guys are kill- like, you know, there's light tubes. They are killing each other in this thing. It's and the, this is going to be the least seen thing. It's that year, like, when I look at t- tapes. If anybody watching doesn't know what a tape is, <laughs> I hate you. But when I look at tapes now from 2001, I'm like, this was filmed on a Viewmaster. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is like the ninth generation copy mm-hmm. that went through a dirty old beat up vcr yeah yeah mm-hmm. so and, and and you know thankfully like the mid to that you know our buddy tony f was doing the dvds and at least you know for as good a quality wasn't dvd at least we have that yeah right like and, and now that everything's hd you look at something like oh this. yeah yeah it's been it's you been, know back in sorry back in our day we had you know little things hey VHS. i got that one the shredder is splintered so, yes yeah oh yours is in a lot better shape than mine is I just picked this up the other day. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Well, I got the DVD set now, so I don't have to dust those off is, anymore. So is it in the? Hey, uh, hey, hey! hey. What's this I hear you guys. Are, oh, what the what hell? I hear you got. What's this? I hear you guys are trying to replace me. What well, the hell? Well, we got BC. Yeah, I would what, like to say. What the hell? Uh, as as mentioned on the Book of Face. Uh, this is like having The Rock on the show, but <laughs> making Stone Cold sit at home. It's just not right. Oh, Mike, Mike you got oh, a palm I, I trees? I thought I was The Rock. That's why I was coming. Yeah, tropical location, baby. Actually, wait. Oh, yeah, you geez, did, you're what in Hawaii the hell? Right now, so. You're awesome. literally yeah. broadcasting from Hawaii right now. Yeah, I, I, I realized what time it was. I'm, I'm out just chilling, and I'm like, oh, let me pop in for two minutes and, and say hi and say I will never be replaced. <laughs> So it's four thirty. I'm in a rocking chair. We it can is... tell by you rocking. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah, making us a little it seasick is, it over is here. Three, it is three thirty currently. Speaking of seasick, I swam with sharks today. I saw that. So Shark Boy's out there. Uh, Shark Boy, uh, John Tenta, uh, may he rest in peace. Um, yeah, pretty much all of them. It was great. Did he give you uh, a look, chill? The sun's yet? coming out just for you guys. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, I want to say hi. Nice. Be- I haven't watched any wrestling. I don't plan on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in paradise, so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I, I happened to flip and saw Dolph Ziggler standing tall on Raw. I'm like, oh, I didn't miss shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had somebody else's problem this week. Uh- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I'll let you guys get back to it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Have you have you even looked for is there any oh. independent wrestling out there or anything like that? Even just oh, to fuck you sword. Well, I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm not looking. You're not looking. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not looking for independent. Log into that wrestlemap.com. I'll send you some stuff. We'll look it up. We'll. we'll, uh, we'll get... Yeah. Sword. My schedule is very full. I will tell everyone when I come back full time. We have a very full schedule. Uh, it's 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 honeymoons are work. They're work. Sword. Honeymoons are work. 
you still have a yeah. whole day ahead of you. It's only three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And guess what I'm doing? I'm doing photos later. I'm doing stargazing. It's gonna be great. So wait, stargating? You're, you're telling me that on your honeymoon, yeah. that the that your wife would not want to go to like Hawaii Championship Wrestling? I'm Absolutely sure that's a real not. Mm. Absolutely not. Um, besides, I don't even know if I'm on the right island for that. There are a lot of different islands. It's not like going from county to county. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to make the towns out here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just hop in a car and paddle. Uh, yes. Yeah, essentially. So I went. With- All right. Well, let you get back to talking about you know Raw or, or AEW not having two women's matches or whatever. Oh, you know, amazingly, I was hoping we get thing. through a show not mentioning that, but okay. Um, <laughs> oh. You know, I can never let that happen. No, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, have a good show, guys. All right, Mad Mike from Hawaii. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do this next week too, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. I think we have Paul and Steve on next week. Paul Atlas and uh, Falcom on last next week. So we we need to get some lays, and then we'll yeah. I'd be like, hey, we're there, we're there too, bro. (laughs) Uh, We can set up the green screen and literally make it look we're in Hawaii. Uh, Can you make Tropical Paul Atlas a thing? Tropical Paul Atlas? Yes. Well, we we, freaking better try. I'm tempted. Uh. Just want to tweet tropical Paul Atlas and tag him and see what happens. Like just like with the <laughs> zinc on his nose and like a lay and like a little bucket hat. I have a box of lays at home. I don't even know what from. Like I don't know if it's a Hawaiian party that never happened or something. It's Can you just, put Paul Atlas on a surfboard? They put them on a surfboard. Like, I have like so many digitally. Items. We do have a green screen over there. Oh no, so, I mean literally. Like oh okay. Where am I gonna find? <laughs> where am I gonna find a surfboard in this economy? <laughs> That's a good point. So, if anybody I mean, would like to donate their surfboard, reach out that's to right. surfboard at wrestling. I'm Mayhem sorry Show. from landlocked Pittsburgh. It's not a lot we of. We could get them a boogie board. That's easier to I don't, get. Here yeah, I don't Pittsburgh. think there's a lot of surfing happening on the Allegheny. Um, there's one at Sandcastle, I'm sure. On Sandcastle? Yeah, Sandcastle. We'll just get him a tube and some floaties. No, I've never been to Sandcastle. I almost drowned there. That what? was the last time I was there. Yeah. Oh. When I was 18, I almost drowned there. It was a good time. Oh, In the wave pool? Uh, yeah, the wave came up and hit me in the face, and I went under. And the lifeguard was too busy trying to get laid, mm. and he couldn't be bothered to save me. Uh, Some guy grabbed me, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, <laughs> "So clearly, I was okay. I'm here." Hmm. I almost drowned in the pool in Myrtle Beach uh, uh, the year after first grade. Yeah, well, yeah. Jeez, you just brought that out. Thanks. <laughs> I forgot all about that. This is now the suppressed memory show. Of, okay. Uh, okay. Are there any else? Any other PTSD we want to dig up while we're at it? <laughs> I got stung by a bee last week. Are you allergic to bees? No. And who cares? That's all I, <laughs> I, I don't have anything else. When I was uh, six or seven, I got left home alone. These two guys came and they were going to rob our house. Now wait a minute. We had a ridiculously large house that I don't really understand. Did how you go to New York the next year and meet Donald Trump? No. I well, I met the pigeon lady. That's all I really. Okay. Remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She was, she <laughs> was really nice. Okay. See, if Mad Mike were here, I was going to make it a Mighty Ducks reference, but I'll have to go with my other favorite movie. Yeah, I guess so. Well, um, if you're looking for something to watch <laughs> to keep shoving down those deep, dark memories, uh, please go over to IndieWrestling.us. That was, that was a segue. 
we have a lot going on there, including, and you can, you can, uh, you can, uh, explore other mental issues because I believe at this point, I know it's on VOD. I can't, I, it should be ready on the network as well and on YouTube, but the rise rumble from this weekend is on there and featuring one delirious who I think has not been in Pittsburgh for about a decade, at least, uh, at least in, in a wrestling ring. It's good to be able to film Delirious again. I mean, hey, he was one of my favorites when I first started getting a camera at ringside here back in the, you know, whenever the hell that was, whatever decade that was. Uh, oh the aughts. Oh, boy, it was the aughts. It was, it was the late aughts, that's for sure. So, uh, wait, what year did you start? Oh, one. Oh, the early one. You're in oh, one. You're in early aughts. I'm, yeah. I'm a latecomer to uh, the scene for some reason, which always bothers me because I've been here since 2000. Really? And I'm like, why did I not discover independent wrestling in the area? Wow, I discovered I just, when I was a, a fresh-faced 14-year-old right, boy. Right, right. Like, well, I was busy. Um, <laughs> hey, look, some of us uh, I guess I was busy. I in, guess I was busy. Um, uh, but anyways, um, also, I didn't know where, where weird towns like Monroeville were. I was afraid to leave my, leave the South Hills at that point. Weird towns. Was, yeah, so I, it, was, it was not... <laughs> Listen, like when you, you like when you first move to a city and you're like, like don't realize there's like a grocery store a mile away, so you're still driving like five miles away to the place you know, yeah, you know, like fair. that kind of thing. Like that's kind of where we were. So, anyways, indywrestling.us. You don't have to go anywhere to enjoy all the great professional wrestling across several states. Right there, Rise Rumble is up. The VCW Father's Day Throwdown, including the death of Zeke Mercer. I know he just got almost mortally injured. Um, let me be clear about that. So. Um, a lot of great stuff there. And of course, you can also check out our Spotlight Slam show that has debuted. And we're on the third episode coming up this week, featuring amongst other matches, uh, Jason Gorey and Damian Chambers from the last VCW show. A really good match and a surprise match, actually, a replacement with Jason Gorey rolling in. Uh, so go check that out at indywrestling.us. And of course, like on the YouTube, the Facebook, and grindcity.biz for the Spotlight Slams on Wednesday night at 10 and 11 p.m respectively and uh see what you're missing and see what's coming up as well because we're going to a lot of information on that show about what shows are coming up uh in the greater pittsburgh area and west virginia um all of our partners uh, uh as a part of that too so go check it out check out free wrestling and if you want even more if you want to support independent professional wrestling and the production of uh independent professional wrestling so we can keep doing this and show you the stars before you see them on AEW dark at least um go over to indie wrestling.us speaking of that rise rumble uh bc you you're you're in the middle uh you're in the middle of a of of some gold and a hard place right now it seems well i the 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 former and the being hard the better part yeah well the hard place being the warhouse and uh so yeah. Yeah, that, didn't, uh, that, didn't, that didn't work out too well you know i should have known it was going to go bad when chris larusso wouldn't let me produce the rise rumble the the song rise rumble. oh the oh oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh i did see this promo yeah, yeah. it was the I wrestle had, rock thing i had lines for everybody oh no and this should have happened if you you needed help you should have you should have booked mad mike to get to assist you i just i mean you could have gone rogue on this thing and become a partial mayhem show production you can still go rogue on it i mean i mean we can add it to the show after not everybody's watched it yet so there's an opportunity there is time is is 39 too old to start my rap career 
No. Uh, you know, some people start their wrestling career at that age. That's true. That I mean, I well, mean, I'm, I'm definitely not going to be starting that. That is off the table. No, far, no, far no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not even interested in trying to bump at this point. Not on purpose, at least. Uh, so, um, you you know, knowing how to bump has saved my life. That it. I mean, it <laughs> it. I think it was a Taz line. He said in like the first tough enough. He goes, "If you fall in a grocery store, this will save your life." Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines. I fell downstairs. Mm-hmm. I did too, but not gracefully. It looked like God had me in a Boston crab. Oh, I, I still, there was a very, it was a very short landing at the end, and I found the ground and flattened out. Man, I could have been going to the hospital real bad. So when, when I fell, I did go to the hospital, and it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. Anyways, oh yeah, uh, as I as I said, uh, uh, manager of the champions. I yes, think was yes. this. This is like it was, it was some kind of grand slam or something that you've had like uh, champions in in about every promotion in the area. Yeah, any unless it's like a one off. I've managed a champion now every single promotion I've worked for. Yeah, yeah. So that is a uh, that I don't know if that uh, gets my face on a Mount Rushmore, but uh, that's a thing. So yeah, but Rise was the place where I was kind of uh, slipping up, and I felt like you know having Tyler Klein and. Calvin Couture, I had the best opportunity, mm-hmm. and that is, I am legitimately a huge fan of them. Calvin mm-hmm. Couture was handpicked by RPW and myself, and when uh, Tyler Klein, I keep wanting to say Calvin Klein, <laughs> like in my head, it's like, yeah, Calvin Klein, because you know they're models. But um, I wanted Tyler Klein. I'm like, this just, this just fits. This, this is. Mm-hmm. I've told mm-hmm. them before. I wish I was younger, because I feel like if I were younger and I could do more and wasn't old and falling apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they uh, they made it happen. Full credit to those guys. I don't think Warhoss is a, is really my clients anymore after the whole. Yeah thing. yeah. There that was didn't a go well. there was a four way. Uh, you 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 managed both of them to the ring. That's true. And then then it got a little weird. There were there were some shenanigans. There were some shenanigans. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. until the, now we're seeing my pasty white legs. I just saw myself on the camera. Uh, but the um yeah check the white balance. Make it look like I'm tan. But uh, uh, the, <laughs> by the sure. time the Rise Rumble happened and Warhaus had eliminated uh, Tyler and Calvin, I, I think that partnership might uh, might might have a few cracks in it. I'm yeah, gonna work on bit. it, but that that was that's a that's a pretty big pair of problems to have too. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I try to keep people on my good side or at least avoid them at all costs. Hmm. so may have to go to the drawing board but i i'm a believer that there's nothing money can't fix hello person who just walked by the window and stared at me <laughs> yes we do have the window open tonight um i'm sure i'm sure it'll work out i'm sure everything will work out just fine you guys <laughs> As it always fun. does in yeah wrestling. yeah yeah especially for bc steel yes if there's one thing that my career has proven is it always works out a-okay <laughs> exactly um so uh, so, so do, yeah, you've had God. That's twenty, twenty. Well, that's over twenty years, twenty-one years, yeah. I guess. Your uh, your career is old enough to drink. Yep, twenty-one years in sixteen days. In sixteen days. Yep, that's July, crazy. Dude. July twenty-eighth, Elizabeth Firehall. I I know the date. I can tell you the first match. I can tell you every. I'm interested. Uh, it was Matt Vandal against Mike Preston, whose name was Protege at the time. Two minutes into the match, uh, the guy threw a chop. It hit me in the head, and my I lost my contact lens. What? <laughs> I, I, and I had headaches for the longest time because I think it went up into my head, like went up 
into my head. Oh, and that's no. not, I'm not setting up a pun or anything like that. I was so nervous. I started, my eyes would flutter like, like a tick after it happened. Jeez. Also didn't help that I was nervous. And that's how my career started. <laughs> so I'm like, man, and that was, there's no that was when you were reffing too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was Mark Steele. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, no uh, twin brother that I, I'm confessing on this show that Mark Steele was me. Complete with, with bad haircut. Oh, geez. Bad posture. And I think you were there when I first started watching IWC in like 2006. I, uh, I, I did. No, I left IWC in 02. I did right. two spot or two, the 100th and 101st show. Okay. So I did okay. those yep, two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was around for those. Yeah. yeah. So I did those two. And uh, as I, as I, I often say, my first time, like knowingly knowing you uh, <laughs> or seeing you or in action or yeah. whatever was a uh, PWX show where um, I think they had let the fans like, like, like leg drop you or something. Oh yeah. That yeah. was, that was, that was impromptu and that was fun. I, I had a great time doing yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sure you looked like you were in the leopard skin, uh, get up and everything. And, uh, it was only bad when a child went to pin me and credit to him. He was a veteran. He, he knew to hook the leg. <laughs> <laughs> but he did not grab the leg. No, he grabbed the wrong leg. Yeah, he, oh, he grabbed. No. And I said at that point, I'm going to punch a child. Mm -hmm. I didn't punch a child, <laughs> but I wanted to punch a child. And oh, and to make me I feel old, that, that kid is like uh, probably, I don't know, 25 now, whatever the, do the math. Do the math. Yeah. We should you can legally punch him in the face now. Oh, that's, shoot, right. that's a good point. Yeah, we need to find this kid. See if he's still into <laughs> wrestling. So if he remembers that. You know, and and I think I think that's the interview. And wow, and yeah. that was your first uh, time seeing me. So you had to see me wrestle the first time you saw. Yeah, me. yeah. Well, what the hell was the match? It, it was Quinn. Not that just, anybody can see it these days. Uh, it's on YouTube. I slapped. Is it Quinn. on YouTube? Yep. I slapped Quinn. He clotheslined me. Uh, my soul left my body and then came back later that evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I still, I, didn't, I still I didn't, didn't get a rematch either. Wait, so. wait, was he wrestling? Was Quinn like wrestling, wrestling at uh, the time? No, there was a thing where uh, there was a member he, of the championship committee that okay. I would face, and if okay. I won, I got on. And so I didn't even realize yeah. that I, I, I had seen Quinn Magnum in action. Yeah, like because yeah. I didn't, I didn't know anybody then. So um, and he's ducking me too, for the record. I've challenged him. Oh, yeah. I've, I've wanted a rematch numerous times, but just saying. I mean, you know, anything. Never say never. No, nah, we're, uh, we're 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 saying never. We're saying never. We're never yeah. saying never. I don't know. He's not tied to anything. You know, I don't know. Which I haven't talked to him for a while. So, but next time I do, I'll oh, bring this up. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Listen, when we run our uh, Mayhem Mania, uh, uh, the wrestling show, we'll book you. Awesome. We'll I'm make down. that. We'll make that. We'll make that dream match happen. I can do those matches. We'll throw all the podcast monies at it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, I mean, if that we're going to do dream matches, I have a list of maybe opponents. that's a level we should do on Patreon. Is like if we get to this part, like <laughs> this point in Patreon, we will run a wrestling show. This is where I do need to talk about the financials of an indie wrestling show. Be like, listen, it's not my money. Doesn't matter if we lose it. We made the goal. You know, the, the fans want to see it. You know, you had me at it's not my money. I don't care. <laughs> But you know, I will gladly sponsor that match between. BC there you go. And there you go. We go. We'll sponsor a show. Yeah. God, the more I keep talking about this, the closer it is to happening. Well, look, if you want to make money, you run wrestling shows. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you run an MMA show is what I've well, learned. It's just like you put aside your love for wrestling and run an MMA show, and apparently there's money there. Um, but mm, um, 
anyways, we're uh, so there's some stuff happening in the chat room. Tyler Klein's in the chat room. He was upset that we weren't talking about them yet in the first segment, of course. Um, but we got around to it. Well, I was. You did tell me beforehand this is not the Calvin Couture Tyler Klein uh, celebration, so I had to. Bring no, it down well, we had them on a few weeks ago, true, and and that was the celebration. Well, yeah, of sorts. But, so. but there should be a celebration every week. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, really, doesn't their Twitter just celebrate that every day? That's a fair point. I mean, That's I mean, it's point. already there in all our follows in our hearts. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's what Twitter's for. Um, yeah. Oh boy. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm catching up with the chat room here. Um, we need a weekly Jericho segment. No, 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 that's not. No, no. That's our conversation. With people. Where's the ask BC steal anything? If you yeah, would like yeah, to know there about, are, if there are any questions in the chat room, I mean, from, from politics to religion, uh, to anything. no, 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 no. What? Sure. What's wrong no, with wait, those? Wait, remember, wait we did those. try a political show with you. One yes, time. we did. Yes. <laughs> we did two episodes and I had an idea for the third. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be bad. This is <laughs> no, I can't, I can't say that. Well, I'll do. Nope. I was like, okay, two episodes. Didn't really go one way or the other. Didn't mm -hmm. insult. This is good. Yeah. That's yeah. that's two more episodes than any political show on TV could go. We so. tried it. I didn't. Yeah, seriously. Can you I, imagine if we tried that concept today? Oh, and the whole idea was to, didn't we call it Political Mayhem yeah, Show or it was something? PMS. And, <laughs> and no, like that was the. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and it was you and Pert Legrand. And yeah. I think you were talking about politics in the, in the vein of like it, through the lens of wrestling. Yeah. Like talking, which, I mean, which, it, it's, which it's the same. It's one a, the same. Yeah, it's a great concept, you know. Um, and it's in the feed. It's in the Swiggertron Media Wrestling Mayhem Show, like Super Feed Master Feeds. If you want to go look for it, like it's there. So, um, but man, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I I just there wasn't motivation for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and especially as as we get further and further, I don't know if. I could do it without yeah. going off on a tangent. It was I, a it was a whole different era. Yeah, let's yeah. say because I, as you know, I tend to go off on tangents and mm -hmm. yeah, it's and you? that person just that walked by. I wish you guys could see the outside because I put my hand like this and the person like looked over as if I had some magical <laughs> power just to shoot we out. Used the to, we used to be connected with that camera out there, and uh, I'm I'm curious if we still are because uh, <laughs> this has been fun. Um. So let's say you've been everywhere. You've been 20 years into this. Um, you know, in, 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 you know, what, what, what have you, you should do the, what have you learned from wrestling about what have you learned from your career? Uh, what have I learned from my career? I, I actually, when I had a podcast way back in the day, oh, I, uh, I mentioned something about how pro wrestling changed my life. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I tell people, if they stick with it long enough, one way or another, it'll change your life. I can um, relate to that. It will like I've met people from every walk of life. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm not the most well-rounded individual in the world. I'm sure there's somebody who's traveled and you know met all kinds of different people, but I've met people from every political background, every race, color, creed, sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. It also helps me because I'm 39, so I'm not really up to date on stuff. But when you're working with younger talent, mm -hmm. you're working with talent that is working with other younger talent. And they have their experiences. It kind of keeps me young in a way, not body, but mind. <laughs> and I, I, I tend to learn more about myself, like uh, everything good, bad or indifferent that I've have in life that I value has come through professional wrestling. It's interesting because at least in the Pittsburgh area, it, I feel like there haven't been a lot of managers. 
like at least like longevity managers. It's you know? usually it's usually a couple years. Yeah. And they find something else like uh, their personal life, like their relationship or, or, you know, their job or their career or yeah. what have you. And there were times where that probably should have been my focus. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's, there's relationships and friendships that uh, would say, yeah, he, we kind of wrestling took most of his time, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I can't change that. It is what it is, but uh, it's usually like a few years and then they, or they're, attached to a wrestler and that wrestler quits or moves on and then they move yeah, on with them. Yeah. So like I like I feel like 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 I, I remember ten years ago watching a lot of promotions and always felt like like the person that comes out was just like, you know, that person's buddy. You know, yeah. and not like managers per se. Like like you know, they didn't seem to be like strange managers. They were just yeah. like a body that was out there to yell at people. Yeah, it, it, you know? Sometimes it's the fifth ring post. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And that I, I will admit, talk about growing as a person that used to drive me absolutely insane mm -hmm. because i'm thinking i take this seriously and and i uh you know had to well for years not that's just asinine to say that but uh you know i i worked at it and this that and the other and they just come right in the door now i'm like i don't care how you came in i really don't i don't care if you just saw this on tv and what that'll be fun and they have an in like as long as you take it seriously when you get in great mm -hmm. i don't care if you paid dues for ever or if you just walk in the back door and they're like eh, okay you're good it's like, what do you do when you get here? And to be receptive to yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like, um, kind of, I, I, I don't know how, how to, like, there's, there's people, like, we're very careful about who we put on video, yeah. right? They're like, I'm like, do you know wrestling? Do you know what you're getting into? Like, do you know not to stand in the wrong place? And I mean, I screwed up. I, I almost walked right into a guy trying to hop up on the ring a couple last, last month, right? It still happens, but still like, like versus completely being in the wrong place for wrestling and yeah. like don't stand there somebody's gonna come at you you know kind of stuff right like i i feel like you know we've seen uh you know i've seen ring announcers come in and just be over their head yeah. or not move for bulk nasty uh yeah that's not a good thing <laughs> that's I, thought I was gonna watch a man die that day yeah <laughs> and, you know like 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 be receptive but also like i don't know there's there's something there, there's some skill level or presence of mind yeah. that's required that not everybody possesses yeah. and to be around this. With referees, ring announcers, and managers, it's unique, at least yes. in my opinion, because if people think what you do is easy, mm -hmm. perfect, great. Mm -hmm. You should think it's easy as one, two, three. Mm -hmm. um, I had somebody once who was a manager, and they, you know, I kind of gave them the, the whole thing. And when I started going through it, they finally said, there's a lot to this, huh? And I went, yeah, <laughs> yes, there is. It's not just, oh, there definitely is. It's mm. not just standing there and looking pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ronnie, as he can attest, we're very good at looking pretty. We are. But, Especially Ronnie. Oh, I know. Oh, shut up, guys. I wish uh, I had that beard that he has, but I have mm -hmm. 17 hairs on I my am, chin. I am jealous of a full beard. If I yeah. could grow a full beard, you know I'd be doing that, right? Like, uh, You know, I, I, I want to put uh, Ben over. Oh, for a second please do yeah i love this show <laughs> i i don't do this often uh because i met you in 2003 at pwx i'm so young this is this is when we were at you guys were at the old building where it would snow hmm. snow would come through the roof and that that, <laughs> that building you know what i'm talking about yes remind, so, and this remind was, me to tell you a the worst story of that building afterwards sorry i just want to okay put that on there and, and this was when chris taylor was a buck 10 yes 
like mm-hmm. super skinny Chris Taylor. I I looked uh, at I looked at I was looking for a DVD that we're talking about on Twitter the other day for RWC, and I found an RWA one with like young Chris Taylor, and I'm like, what even is this fucking picture <laughs> of like long hair goth skinny ass Chris Taylor? <laughs> he was a young skinny hairless boy. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. What they called ahead. like PG thirteen or something like that? Uh, uh, wasn't that a group? I there, thought that was a group. No, there was. It's so. This I remember, but important stuff I don't know. He was in the tag team NC-17 and also yes. X-rated. <laughs> Which one was with the other kid with the long hair? I can't remember. Uh, well, there was there. he teamed one with Justin Idol. I don't remember which one. And then there was one with the late uh, Lance Dayton. And that was the other. Him and Lance Dayton teamed together. I could just give everybody who's been around more than 15 years their entire history. I'll just do the, <laughs> the anthology. I remember, I remember Lance Dayton. I didn't know you. I didn't know he died. Yeah, he passed away a few years ago, actually. Jeez. Yeah. Shit, that's crazy. But um, anyway, back to putting you over. Yes, thank Uh, you very much. Yeah, I definitely stole a couple things from you while I was managing. Because I'm like, well, Ben's the fucking best in Pittsburgh. Best probably in the tri-state area, honestly. Fucking flushing over there. But uh, no, man, there there is nobody better than you. Thank you. Like, that's that's just a well-known fact with everybody. Like everybody respects you, everybody loves you. Uh, everything you've done for wrestling, nobody's done it better. Well, thank so you. I dare anybody to say it differently. Well, if they yeah. say it differently, they're wrong. That's the first problem. Yeah. So, or they're I mean, in denial. I, I have told you several times. You know, I am no BC Steel. But uh, I, I try to be. I, you know, I try to steal your shtick once or twice. Well, and what happened? You put me in a fucking locker for seven years, <laughs> which is on YouTube, by the way. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. But to be fair, there's a good chance that I stole it from somebody. Like when I went, managers like Notorious Norm, Damien Stockholm, Drew Lazario, uh, there were girls, Katarina Heiss, uh, Jasmine Victoria. I could probably name every single one. Gentleman Joe Perry. There were so many uh, that I was like, oh, there's something. And then when I started watching tapes and say, oh, okay, there's a little thing. And I started taking stuff from, if anybody knows this character, I just revealed this recently to somebody and they knew who it was. If anybody remembers in Living Color, Hmm. Jim Carrey had a character, the feminine environmentalist. And okay. that is where I stole a lot of my mannerisms from. So if anybody sees that, I've now just given it away. So there you go. So I stole it from Jim Carrey. So yeah, Ronnie Starks, you are one degree away from uh, Jim Carrey, technically. Holy shit. There you go. It's all coming full circle now. <laughs> is, that, I, is that full circle? I, I thought I was like a, a Seth rogan kind of guy but hey <laughs> if if i'm more like jim carrey then i'll, I'll take it well i i think maybe looks like seth rogan i would probably get i used to get the shermanator from american pie <laughs> you were the fucking shermanator from american pie and when oh, i was fuck. little i kind of looked like macaulay culkin except not cute not adorable no talent and i wasn't in any movies i did try out for two but i didn't get the parts i'm still upset but, I mean, we can't all be extras in a Kennywood uh, commercial. That, oh. What? What? Oh, I was I was an extra in a Kennywood commercial when I was a kid. Whoa! I, Wait, you never told me about this. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so I can't remember what year it was, but uh, they did this whole commercial. There was a clown, and there were a bunch of kids lined up, and we like danced, and like the clown like went around on like one of those one wheel tricycles and was like fucking juggling and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was the Kennywood commercial. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. how bad did you want to trip him and then start laying the boots to him? Well, you know I'm a bit of a shit, so probably as soon as the commercial started, I was like, <laughs> somebody needs to beat up this damn clown. 
Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I think I found something here. That would I think be it. this is, there's something happening. I think, oh, here comes Ronnie Starks. Here comes a young, spry Ronnie Starks. And look at who throws him in. And and uh, let's see, who we got? I don't know. Wait, was that? Whoa. Oh, wait, was that Shane Taylor? That is Shane Taylor. <laughs> Shane Taylor shoved you in a locker? Mm-hmm. Where you resided for seven years. Uh, we try not to laugh at all during this. Segment. Is that Chris LaRusso? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Evil beard Chris LaRusso. Mm-hmm. How about that? Chris LaRusso was trying not to laugh. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of tell at the beginning there. And you're just there for this this is like a this is a three minute segment. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well then there's another one. I want to find it, but it was the, the seven year later one where I had my ocean. Yeah, I think well, yeah, we'll have to find that because I well I know I think I'm probably the one who posted it because when we were when we were working over there. As a man uh, that appreciates a good callback in comedy or movies, that that would that made me so happy that we could have a callback from seven years prior. I always, you know, I'm always and I'm always have that question in my head when we do these th- kinds of things because I'm like, we think this is hilarious and we remember, but do the fans remember? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like because yeah. like are, are the fans been around for this long? Are they seeing this? Are they seeing these little breadcrumbs that that you guys are putting out there? You know that we're doing something interesting like that. You know, and 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 I never know because it just feels so. Especially when you think back in the day, yeah, when everything was DVD or yeah. VHS, yeah. right? You know, like, well, who's seen these promos at that point? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I always, yeah. Whenever somebody says, "Hey, I remember," and I can tell that it's a fond memory, not like, "Hey, I remember that time your pants were down," and I'm like, "Oh, man, that that wasn't very good." Although, if somebody, if that's somebody's fond memory, that might be a little odd, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when somebody like brings something up and it's like a fondness, I'm like, okay, I think that worked. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that that was good. Mm-hmm. It's I like when somebody brings something up and I don't remember it, and I yeah. have to like jog my memory. I always it, like that's always the coolest thing when I think about like you know we talk a lot about the RWA audience and, and Rise yeah. as well because you know, it's the mainstays I've been watching Rise for the last what five years now. Yeah, and and growing and it's great to see that everything. And by the way, I gotta say like like seeing Rise. Uh, have grown into that new venue, and I, I, I think Larusso said that there was like a, maybe a new record for them. Yeah, for the I new venue. I think the last three shows or four shows were increasing. Been yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a giant Burlington Co. factory. Yeah, they got room <laughs> to expand. Yeah, I mean, so like, and I would love to see. And I haven't seen this in person, so I don't know. I don't. I can only see on video like how big this place is, and it looks massive. It is huge, and I, I can't. I'm hoping I can get the opportunity in the next couple of months to come down. Um, but. Uh, yeah, and, and, and you know that is really cool. But then, like, I I think of like that in RWA, and like looking at RWA, like you know we t- we talked about that crowd and how they just come unglued. We were talking about it a lot last night, and I'm just like, this is the most important thing to like 300 people. Yeah, and the you acoustics know? are amazing. And that's, but 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 mm-hmm. but like 300 people have followed this and know all of this, and yeah. that, and and you're like, oh, just 300 people. It was like that's an audience you know that's an important audience that comes back every month and pays a ticket and is involved and that and that attachment is just like incredible when you when you capture that lightning like that yeah you know even if it is quote unquote just 300 people or you know the the people are buying vod's dvds you know you know that's that's you know not a whole lot of people on top of that yeah you know it's just it's really incredible and i think that's a credit to not only the guys and girls that work there but the promoter himself, Dr. Mm-hmm. Feelbad, who I've said this, before, I don't know if I've said this publicly. I think I've said it to him. To me, and this is not against any other promoter I work for, or any promoter that I have, but he might be the closest thing I've seen to Norm. Yep. In terms of 
fan promoter interaction. Absolutely. Because Norm can tell you, and I used to be that fan that was 15 and I was like, wow, he knows everything. I got to go to the next show. Like I, I have to be there mm-hmm. because he created this environment. And I think feel bad's the closest thing I've he seen. He is, that. uh, he's hands on. And, and yes. because that's one of the things I noticed when I first went to IWC was Norm was, was shaking everybody's hand going yep. out the door. Now Derek will do it too, to the detrimental of, we want to fucking get out of here. <laughs> Let us out the door. I know you got to kiss and hug everybody, you know, kind of thing. So positive things but it works you yeah. know what i mean there's a connection there and that's important you know for whatever you think of it you know uh you know call it a call and, and damn it you know good wrestling is a fucking call i was just gonna good, say good re- defy is a fucking called up there okay uh ecw is a fucking cult gcw is a fucking cult yeah. watching that shit and going to every show and, and and buying into it right especially on this level you know, because what the fuck is a cult? It's it's the thing that you're passionate about and quote unquote religious about that nobody else understands. And nobody can tell you otherwise. Yes. Yeah, that exactly. Huge... Exactly. When I when we handed a DVD to somebody at RWA, RWA of Super Indie and they said, this is boring. We're like, what the fuck world are we living yeah. in? You know, <laughs> so <laughs> the example that I always give of, of, well, any business owner should know their audience, know their crowd. That's the first rule. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, this was 2005, four, four or five. Juventud Guerrero and Psychosis came into PWX against the SATs. That obviously. Wait, wait, wait who's the SATs? Uh, oh, sorry, I just from Impact. Oh, oh, re- yeah, uh, oh. Joel, Joel Maximo, and uh, somebody in the chat might know. They were like 2000. You know, Amazing Red. Yes, I, I think they're brothers i think okay or, or okay cousin. but but they were like in the early 2000s they were the thing it was mm-hmm. backseat boys against sats in in philly and new jersey and etc and kind of those three amazing red and the sats were making a loop anyway so juventud guerrero and psychosis managed by yours truly never miss a chance <laughs> to put yourself over um where i had like 103 degree fever it was actually oh, a, it was actually 99 but round up for wrestling so yeah. i was legitimately <laughs> sick anyway they came in and there were two sets of fans, the normal PWX fans mm-hmm. that wanted what they got every mm-hmm. show and knew mm-hmm. what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And then there were people that heard, hey, they're there and came in for that. And when they're doing these spots and doing this match and blah, 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 it was very, very specific. Mm-hmm. The, fa- the fans that were there just for those guys were there for those guys. The other fans were like, why are they not playing to us? Why are they not? And the only guy that really, really played to the fans in that matchup was Evan Courageous, who was managing the SATs. And I know this sounds like I'm making stuff up, but I'm not. Evan Courageous from WCW was there for <laughs> something. Uh, and he played to the people, and they were like into him because he was managing the, yeah. the one team. But like that was... Because he was general yeah. wrestling school of thought. Yes, you know, this is our this crowd. This is what you do. Yep. Yeah. And and I, I always said it was like an old school crowd. And many places in West Virginia are the same. That's why... Mm-hmm. Guys like Honky Tonk Man, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a name drop, and I sound like a douche when I do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Honky Tonk Man told me and uh, Bobby Williams, I believe that's the official, I know Miss Potter, he's my BFF, but uh, told us once, I can make a killing in these types of towns with 50 people than I can at a Ring of Honor show with 2,000. And I don't think he ever worked Ring of Honor, but I... That's the general okay. idea. Okay. All right. I, I, all right. I'm sure we all remember Honky Tonk Man against Samoa Joe for the RA <laughs> Championship. <laughs> exactly. Well, I when I saw that I've talked on here before about the Nat, the not Nashville, but the Tennessee shows I was at, where it was like like two matches. The second match had Jerry Lawler. There was an intermission, so he could sign autographs and get the fuck out. 
two matches, and I think maybe Ricky Morton wrestled, and he got out and signed autographs to get the fuck out, and then there was a main event. Yeah. And this happened for, that was the first show, and the second match show was like that, had some more indie talent. Like, I don't know if you remember, the Carnies were up here uh, a few yeah, years yeah. ago for I IWC. Um, like, they were, I think that was their promotion, to be honest. And But there was, like, it was, the main event was, like, them versus, like, like uh, Billy Gunn and James Storm, who were, like, uh, I don't know, ass money for the night or something like that. <laughs> I was going to so say. I, forget, I, I don't know. They had, they had some fun thing. They came out the Thunderstruck, which I appreciate. Way better than Storm Gun that I Storm, was thinking. Maybe Storm Gun. Yeah, something like that. By the way, Thunderstorm. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm yes. is the greatest. Yes, yes. I, I I'm a huge Thunder Rosa is probably in my top five right now. So mm-hmm. anything she does is well, she's right. amazing. And I, I've talked about here. She's like an awesome backstage too. Like, I, I, like uh, Mama Rosa is like that. She is the she is to the women's division what Mick Foley is because it's Uncle Mick when he walks in, and she is just like pure cool vibe when she walks in i honestly think and i thought this about i thought this about bailey when she was a baby face mm-hmm. i think thunder rosa is your five tool put her on late night with jimmy fallon yeah represents the brand I, yeah. that's what i think yeah because every single box they yeah. watch her in the ring wow she's good yeah she speaks english and spanish so that's a a, a, a market she, and she did she did commentary it. for us one time too. and i Which, and i talked to her afterwards and she said yeah i've been doing commentary for dark for the spanish side i'm like yeah. that's fantastic i had no idea like to me why the fuck would i know you oh, know yeah. <laughs> you mean you're not wait this is the wrestling mayhem show you're supposed to know everything oh yeah but like, i'm but i like, need to learn spanish it, i really should it, it absolutely I, mean, I, just it helps. To, I just need to ask one of my neighbors that to help teach me well look <laughs> so, i taught you spanish earlier i said i know all those words, i know so. i know and i, I bought spanish earlier yeah. <laughs> so you got both sides of it l l starks de ronnie and i actually I won't go into a Spain story, but I went to Spain. Uh, if you're around it enough, you can survive. Like you'll pick up certain things. Oh and yeah, phrases. yeah. I mean, so just, heard enough just of go it. to Spain and listen. Spend some I've time been to a Lucha Underground show. I, I, oh, I, there I, you <laughs> go. There you go. But yeah, like, or 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 the one across the street where um, I had no idea. I I had no idea what anybody was chanting. You know, but that that's fun. I love that. Yeah, but you get the. That's another thing about pro wrestling. Even if it's not in English, you get it. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I think that translates too. Absolutely. Helps if the person speaks, but if 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 Tony Khan, my good personal friend that I used to talk to mm-hmm, on AOL mm-hmm, back in the day, mm-hmm. who if he sees this, if he remember, I'm sure he doesn't remember, but um, if it were me, like Thunder Rosa is gonna, which he is, that would be my main focus. Mm-hmm. Britt mm-hmm. Baker, not only because she's hometown and I'm a homer, but she's got that unique character, mm-hmm. and and let's face it, it is a cosmetic business. Yes, John Cena and The Rock are really really good looking guys. That yep. doesn't hurt. Yep. I mean, you've got. Beautiful people, good in the ring, character, charisma, uh, unique look, mm-hmm. like just all these things. Like put that on Jimmy Fallon and say, "Yeah, that's our brand." Mm-hmm. Boy, this is this has turned into a positive BC still. I, I like out. this. I like I this. You are. Out. You're getting so mellow in your old age. See, well, here, here's an example, real quick. I'll put of learning. I used to think women's wrestling was what I saw in the late '90s, which wasn't always the best. And Jesse, mm-hmm. who many people will know, mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, goes, "Yeah, you're wrong." You need to watch this. You need to watch Sarah Del Rey. You need to watch all mm-hmm. this. And somebody who I was a fan of, who I didn't know was the same person, was uh, Davina Rose, who later became Bailey. Oh. Yeah. I think it was Davina Rose. Um, but I remember Rose was in the thing, and I was a fan of hers. Mm-hmm. And then later I saw her and didn't put two and two together because, you know, concussions. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, there you go. This is a positive. You know what? It's, it's good to get older. I'm calmer. I'm nicer. You got a nice car. I do. I mean, 
got a nice life. I smell good. That's that's good. I mean, well, can well, can you smell me from here? I'm actually I, wearing I, the listen, new Chase Gold I, line. I I lost most of my smell uh, when COVID. So last year so well, i you know it has to be thankfully it was mostly bad smells so i don't know well then you need the chase gold uh cologne yeah. that's what i'm wearing right now if anybody's interested okay actually it's chase, chase gold! gold well i can't smell it so well chase gold <laughs> see i find ways to put everybody over on yes this show. Mm-hmm. i think you put half of pittsburgh over on this show um i love you ronnie there you go there you go and even, i love you too buddy even ronnie <laughs> even. and that says a lot man <laughs> anyways uh so uh like, let's take a quick break here and uh i don't know if you got a chance to partake i know you were chatting with chatting up with daughters here uh between the shows but we do have uh some some catering if you will from our friends at slice on broadway oh my god hold on there the show's back uh i hit the wrong button there it what is the heck just happened? uh well no well i i cued it as a shot instead of an overlay so everything went away ronnie for you but it was just fine for everybody else on the podcast. I panicked. I was like, what happened? I know. I know. Well, it's okay. Rub some pepperoni on it. Uh, New York City style. Yins are made. Slice on Broadway. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills. And I understand they have a pop-up. I think still down at the South Side Works. Um, of course, uh, they're uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. But they got so much more hoagie salads. And uh, for our gluten for our gluten friends, gluten sensitive friends our in the studio friends. our gluten friends you know our friends made of gluten apparently uh so <laughs> uh but thank you, thank you so much to them for supporting the show and feeding our guests and myself because otherwise i'd forget to eat dinner on podcast night uh so uh thank you so much to them um supporting the show for so long it's cool to see them grow as we're growing as well um over the years uh, so we're going to take a quick, probably 90 second break. And I feel like I'm pitching the picture, 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 but that's not what's happening. We'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. We are back, Wrestling Mayhem Show, and we have yanked uh, Ronnie out of the commercial purgatory because of our sound set up here. Ronnie's still with us. He's actually in his locker right now. Yeah, a lot of live from the Hello. locker. Uh, ten years later, mm-hmm. it's Ronnie Starks, lo- the locker gnome Ronnie Starks. <laughs> this damn locker, man. Yeah, that's right. It's rather spacious. I was just it is kind of spacious. That's the word I was thinking. See, managers, no vote, no words. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, by the way, I want to call attention to a video that I saw was just posted a few hours ago over at VCW. I highly recommend. Well, not if you're sensitive to uh, possum side, um, but uh, there's uh, it, it, it's got an adorable ending. It will, it will tell you that. So go to Victory Championship Wrestling's uh, Facebook page and check out the uh, Where Were You When Possum Side 2022 Happened is the Oh, oh my god you know if you told me a year ago that beast man was going to run a promotion and what it would be like <laughs> i mean i would be excited <laughs> i was I'm excited i listen there are two people that have come to me and said i'm going to start a promotion and i said i'm in whatever you need and <laughs> one was beast man recently and the other one was marshall gambino and both of them, I have we have filmed the most ridiculous shit in professional wrestling. You filmed the pasta death match. Uh, I was getting to that. Yes, two of them, um, and a baguette on a pole match. Vince Russo. Uh, <laughs> that idea. There was a lead pipe in the baguette. 
I now love that. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess with Mondo. <laughs> that's fair. Another one of my former tragedies. It was just but that's tremendous. Like just in the Halloween hardcore Halloween thing we did and everything, it, it just it just completely bonkers. And and now there's this and there's that. Fans bring the weapon. You, I and I hear rumblings of other plans and 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 possum side. And I just, I love it. I and love it's it. pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling. And that's, that's Listen, the that's all it is, you need. it is everything I love about West Virginia. Cause I talk about Detroit. Listen, there's like, there's our Tennessee wrestling. Right. And then there's our Detroit wrestling, this whole other vibe out here. Right. And then like, like, you know, and then fucking LA is a whole other fucking animal. Right. That's true. And that's then West true. Virginia, it's own fucking rabbit animal. Okay. And, and, uh, and he's bringing like the best of that, and then the Pittsburgh stuff, and Ohio guys that I don't get to see very often. There's literally guys on the show that I haven't seen since we did the Dustin Batorf like third annual event years ago, and I think they were up to eight last I knew before COVID. So you like like that that's cool to see like all that coming together, right? Uh, like I saw this guy, like I see him for two shows. I'm like, why the hell is this guy familiar? I'm like, oh shit, he was this other gimmick at the other thing. <laughs> He's that guy, right? You know, like stuff like that is kind of coming yeah. around. So, and wrestling's weird too because you go forever without seeing somebody, and then, like, I've so, I saw James Avery, uh, for the yeah, I've seen him twice in three months, and before that, and you it, saw it, him three times in that battle royal. But that's true. <laughs> that's a fair point. And before that was that, that was fun. Before that, it had been fifteen years. Was he? Is he maybe? the trainee? Trainee at uh, uh, NOW yeah, out there? He's, okay, he so trains, I, okay, thank you. Because I, don't I like that, but somewhere in Ohio, yeah, I, yeah the one that Warhouse and them are yeah, from, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So because I met him because uh, I was tagging along. Uh, Nebraska was doing a seminar out there, and and, I, and I'm like, this guy's familiar. Okay, yeah. I think some of these guys are the Ohio guys, you know, to fill out the Battle Royal or whatever, right? So like, I was like, okay, okay. yeah, supremely so, talented, yeah, and. and you see that through his students. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's so. We've we've talked about recently. Um, you know the you know the good trainers, and you've seen that come through. And you see when bad trainers and things come through. You know, and you can kind of tell where they come from depending on how you, your dealings with certain wrestlers, right? As they're coming, especially when they're younger. Um, and that that's really really important. So, anyways, uh, another thing that's really important is people's presence online. And we talked about we, we 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 talk about this every once in a while, right? And uh, and and it is it is, I I think WWE actually does social media training now. I I've, I understand there it has been some at at that level, right? Not that it always is clean, but you know I think less issues happen than used to be. Yeah, you know, like the Hardys were notoriously bad. Matt was terrible at, for a long time. There, there is a definite dark side. Yes, to pro pro wrestling Twitter. Yes, present, yeah. past, and I'm sure future. Yes, and and I know something came up recently, um, you know, with stuff like that, and and I know you had a couple of thoughts on that you'd like to share. Yeah, so I always preface this with why I am so passionate about this, mm-hmm. and it is because in the mid 2000s, I don't like to give a lot of non-BC Steel stuff, but I had a marketing company. And this was the infancy days of Twitter. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty much me, the creators, and like three hamsters. That's that's pretty (laughs) much not not that. But it was very early on. YouTube marketing wasn't very popular. Uh, I don't even know if Instagram was around. I was marketing, teaching marketing on MySpace. So that tells you the the end of MySpace. 
height of popularity. Mm -hmm. So I, I know what social media can be. And mm -hmm. it's essentially your 24-7, 365 advertisement for your brand. Yeah. For pro wrestlers, yeah. you're the brand. Yeah. You're the brand. You're the product. There are ancillary products like t-shirts, et cetera. But you drive that car. You steer that ship. You insert metaphor here. What I hate is when I see people completely mismanage it. Either they're tweeting stuff to people that are supposed to be their peers knocking say a wwe product uh they are complaining about their personal lives uh if my favorite actor is matthew mcconaughey just for the sake of argument if he tweeted man my so-and-so didn't call me back um my life sucks mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna feel bad because i'm a fan mm -hmm. but i'm also gonna be like eh they're not as cool as i thought yeah. Like they're supposed to be a mystique. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to have the same problems I do. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the other side and I'm going to quote Dave Chappelle and I, I know some people feel certain ways, but he has a quote, Twitter is not a real place. So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to care about it. And that's true for all social media. So when I see people and I'm going to use this term nicely, when I see wrestlers that should know better act like marks that should just be buying tickets, it's upsetting. And I don't say Mark in a negative connotation because Mark is wrestling fan. Everybody's a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. If you're in the business, who is a bigger wrestling fan than somebody that pays thousands of dollars, yep. puts their body through hell, yep. buys gear, spends money. So I don't use Mark as a, as a negative connotation in general. But when you're trying to harass people that are supposed to be your contemporaries and your peers at a higher level, that doesn't make you look very good. Yeah. It's a it's a prof it's a professionalism. You, yeah. you, it's it's you wouldn't be doing that in an office. Yeah, this is your office. Yeah, it would be very weird if and to to bring it down like if I'm at Burger King and I'm bitching about what McDonald's put in their hamburgers, it's a little <laughs> weird. And and to uh, make a point of well, some people say well that's not a good analogy, mm -hmm. but it fits because it's business and that's another problem. And there's the other bad part of it where people promote stuff they hate. And this is a pet peeve because I admit I am not infallible. I have done this. And somebody told me once, you spent so much time talking about something you dislike that you put more of a focus on it because you're passionate and because mm -hmm. the, then you could have done if you would have just ignored it. Uh, break that down a little bit because I don't yeah. know if people are grasping what you mean by that. Okay, so... I'll give an example. Mm -hmm. What I, I saw uh, something in deathmatch wrestling, mm -hmm. not really a fan of it. Um, I know Jim Cornette is very, very popular for doing this. Mm -hmm. He will rip it apart. He mm -hmm. will tweet about it. He and will that's say, his brand. look at these guys. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But if he truly, truly doesn't like it now, if he's doing it just to garner attention, it's working because people always retweet and back and forth. But if you really, really dislike something, you're not going to promote it. Like, I don't like... And there's a difference. I, I want to distinction. There's a difference yeah. between doing this publicly on Twitter versus yeah. complaining about X that you don't like that's happening to yeah. your contemporaries and fans you know, in, a, in a closed circle. Yeah. In, right? In, 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 like, with friends and family or in yeah. the car. That's, yeah. that's fine. That, that's one thing. But if, if I don't like Wendy's, am mm -hmm. I going to really go into Wendy's? I'm not eating here. I hate you. And then leave. That's kind of weird. Especially I, if you have a scope and a following. As yes. I knocked the mic out. <laughs> Professional. Damn it. But <clears throat> but it's frustrating because the the thing 
that I always put forward to clients when I had them was promote what you do mm -hmm. because you can control what you do. Mm -hmm. You can control who you are. You can control your message, your image, whatever. You can't control the other guy. So why would you bother putting any time into it? I and then, swear that I just heard this from a TikTok from Gary Vee. Oh, oh man, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not enough swears, but and yeah, I was know. gonna say, well, what you gotta fucking do it. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing too is I don't know the scope of what they do, mm -hmm. but people notice that stuff. Yeah, there are people that have local people that don't get booked certain places because of how they are in social media. Yeah. So I guarantee that happens on a large scope. Yeah. What I will say is I know there have been social media seminars. Mm -hmm. And as I said, when it happened, everybody in the locker room for where these had should be sitting and listening mm -hmm. because they were from professional people that know social media. And I can say that one person in one of those seminars is on AEW right now. Yes. And, and ask the right questions. And you know what that yes, person they did. doesn't do? Mm. Doesn't complain about other wrestling. Mm -mm. Doesn't complain about WWE. Mm -mm. Doesn't complain about Impact or AEW or whatever. If you have those feelings, that's fine. I mean, wrestling's subjective. We'd all love if it was perfect in our own image. But to actually go on there and bitch and moan and complain, and even worse, to actually tag somebody who's in WWE, hey, bro, you suck. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't mention the guy's name, because he was a young kid, and it was a mistake, and I don't think it was intention. But he tweeted something at The Rock. <laughs> the Rock saw it. The Rock commented. <laughs> the Rock said, "You're you're a wrestler. Yeah. You should be smarter to the business. Yeah. Basically, that's the way of saying you're a complete fucking putz. Pardon my language. Now it's Gary V. <laughs> Every time I hear that person's name, that's what I think of. Mm -hmm. And he's he's a mm -hmm. nice guy. He's a good kid. Good kid. Everybody's a kid." I'm a hundred years old. Get off my lawn. I know that's what this is sort of coming off as, but, mm -hmm. but that's what I think of every single time. Mm -hmm. Good, good wrestler in my opinion, but that's what I think of. There's other people locally that have tweeted stupid stuff. And that kills me too, because that's all I can think of. And mm -hmm. in the same vein, and it's a little bit different is creating that mystique. How I mentioned earlier, if you're, and I know Joe Dombrowski's talked about this as well. Oh, big time. If, yes. if you're the dangerous Dr. X mm -hmm. and you're this devious and you're a monster and you take souls or whatever, I don't care if you have a cat that you love. Mm -hmm. And I know that. Unless you're Alistair Black, who was smart and created a separate Instagram for his cat. See, and I know some of this is because people <laughs> always say, well, the Undertaker was on social media. And that's a great point. Mm -hmm. And if you make millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. You can do whatever the hell you want to do mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the rules that you give of pro wrestling, you should do this. You should do that. If you're the undertaker, it doesn't matter. You do what you want. No. Yeah. If you're Steve Austin, you can listen to Rick Astley and, and drink wine. I think that's a, a video I've seen. So like if you're at that level, the rules of wrestling don't apply to you. Right. And yes, it's subjective and different things. But it's just common sense. The two best guys I can think of, and I know as soon as I say this, somebody's going to go, well, he didn't talk about so-and-so. Jackson Argos and R.C. Dupree. Mm -hmm. Another guy, Delirious. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, there's so many people that are just so good at that. Mm -hmm. um, another guy that I, I'd seen his vignettes, and I haven't, I don't know all of his social media, is Atticus Coger. Yes. Is a guy who is just yes. so There's an air about him. There is, there is and, and to the point where there's guys like, like, like an Atticus or people like him 
where I know their persona, I've known them personally, yeah, and I still pause yeah. in person because yeah. I their persona is so bigger than the personal personality I know. You know, where like, you know, I've always talked about Shane Taylor. He walks through that curtain, and I'm like, I know Shane Taylor. Yeah. And when he walks out of the curtain, it's like, you stay the fuck away from that Shane Taylor, yeah. right? Like, but but like this these people have created this around everything. Yeah. You and know? it's it, it's not the whole well, you try to teach him that it's real. I'm no, not no, saying no, it's no, real. No, I'm no, saying no. the people, you can be real. You don't have to say, Hey, I am not what I portray. Mm-hmm. And I mean that, and like I said, I'm not infallible. I know I have posted stuff that is against. It's a little bit different because managers don't have the same stuff. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. As, but like, and there's a difference between like, like you, like BC Steel and Ben is pretty like there's intertwining. Yeah, of a pers- of that personality, yeah. and right then, yeah, yeah, versus you know being a monster in a mask yeah. that works at Coger's. Yeah, or you know, like uh, bulk. If I if I knew and he doesn't and Please, nobody tell him I said this. But if Bulk Nasty <laughs> loved gardening, he doesn't. I don't want to see him garden. You heard it here first. I'm going to throw that over the wrestling. I'm going to get murdered yeah. soon. But, Send but that, like, put that in the press release. But like, I don't want to see Bulk Nasty. Like, <laughs> hey, Potter, don't tag this clip. <laughs> hey, these are my rhododendrons, or yes, these are yeah. my mums, or look at <laughs> these tulips. Great. I mean, I mean, I'm not against a Bulk Nasty uh, gardening show, though. I mean, you uh, can do anything I mean, as long you... as it's in. If it's if it's Xander Gabriel gardening and Bulk just punches the soil, <laughs> which to be honest, like you mentioned the I Shane mean, Taylor thing. Yeah. When I managed Bulk Nasty, yeah. I legitimately was terrified mm-hmm. because there's no, okay, it starts here and it stops here. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Shane Taylor. If Shane Taylor got in somebody's face, that person might get yeah. beat up. Yeah. And a, a guy that I think is really good on a national level now, Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah, I have never oh, doubted a word he said. He sometimes it's well, if a guy talks about his family, it humanizes him. Eddie Kingston talks about his family in a way that you feel his passion. Kevin Owens d- did it a little bit when he started. Mm-hmm. I know WWE doesn't really they pull back the curtain more, but uh, Kevin Owens talked about his family. He would fight for his family. Yeah, he yeah. talked about it, but he did it in a way like I'm doing it for them. But Eddie Kingston, I've I don't think I've ever doubted a single word he's ever said. And I, I will go back to, and I know this is another name drop, and it makes me sound like a douche, but I don't care. Uh, I had a two-minute conversation with Roddy Piper once, and it changed the way I, I approached commentary mm-hmm. and promos and everything. I said, when I was little, I would watch you. I would watch him. I would watch Arn Anderson. There were other few random people. And I said, I, don't, I can't put into words how and why. And he said, because I never say anything I don't believe. He said, if I say it, I feel it. Uh, and Arn, Arn's the same way. And and from mm-hmm. that point on, every time I manage somebody, I have to find something that I believe in. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing commentary, I have to find something I believe in. Even if it's like a little small thing, if I believe it, I can sell it, I can talk about it, and I can use that to formulate and, and uh, progress your character or whoever you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky because I do commentary with a lot of great talent. Mm-hmm. I work at Rise uh, it, for IWC, and I work at Rise where I have a lot of great talent around me. Mm-hmm. I did premiere, same scenario. Mm-hmm. It also helps working with Lendl and Joe Dombrowski and the talent that I've worked with. So that is definitely a huge help. But if I say something in a promo or I say something on commentary, for the most part, there's a chance that I believe it. I know I can be sticky and stuff like that, but 
there it, it comes from a place of I believe in this person yeah. that I'm dealing yeah. with. And that all comes from my social media. And that all comes from um just just what I believe. There are people that I have said for years, and I won't say who it is, that I strongly dislike. I have said publicly. And there's one of two scenarios. Either I really, really dislike that person and I am just professional enough not to let it bleed over or I am a complete, absolute liar and I want people to think that I hate that person. Mm -hmm. And that person's Andrew Pallas. <laughs> so it's one of those two scenarios. And him and I have <laughs> talked about it. He knows which one it is. I know which one it is. Mm -hmm. And that came from an incident in the ring and it spilled out from there and I said my piece and he said his piece and that's what it was. Mm -hmm. So either I hate his guts and we just butt heads or I just want people to think I do. And I will say one thing. A lot of people say Andrew Palace is a nice guy. And a lot of people say I'm a piece of excrement. There I go that I'm trying not to swear. So we, 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 we have we have a parental advisor at the beginning of the show. Oh, well it's then, okay. Well then fuck it. You've I'm done this before. I know, but <laughs> you I'm, know you know this is a safe place to say fuck. I was so positive <laughs> putting everybody over. Yes. But but yeah, it's it's one of those two things. To the point where somebody asked me once what my problem is, he's such a nice guy. And again, <laughs> Now somebody's going to be like, hey, I hate him too. And then somebody else is going to be like, I love him. You're a piece of shit. Da, 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 da. And well, you know, I would, if I had the opportunity, I would stab my own mother in the back and have her arrested for carrying a weapon. I would do that. <laughs> I just wanted to get somebody. I made that joke oh, earlier. And somebody goes, you can't fit that in on commentary. Well, I fit it in here. So there you go. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Now, you know what? I've been positive enough. So, okay. So here's all the people that I hate. And no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank you for that. Thank Sorry. you for that that short social media lesson. Hopefully that wasn't so dis disjointed. And if now anybody it, has questions, they Now can I ask don't me. have to book Katie and Missy for a seminar because you just uh, answered everyone's <laughs> no, question. No, you absolutely should because yeah. they gave me stuff that I use now that I'm like, huh. Really? Yeah. Really? Like my uh, usernames matching as much as I can. Well, okay. So. Oh man, so many could still learn from that. Yeah. So and it's so hard when you've already kind of established and like, yeah. something is not. Yeah. And like, don't start with the. Yeah. If you put the, you're gonna. I get was a so mad points. when Lee had to go to the Lee Moriarty yeah. at one point. <laughs> it was like, so, oh man, really? Yeah. Like the Undertaker, you're okay. Yeah. He, well, yeah. He gets. Come a pass. on, the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's it's weird when somebody goes like. uh it was weird to me when somebody said the WCW. It was WCW. Mm -hmm. That's just it was just weird. But the WWF, okay, because they were the leader. They get that carte blanche. Yeah. When you're the top dog, you can do anything. Just like the Wrestling Mayhem show. That's Guys, <laughs> what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh man, <laughs> Ronnie, uh, Ronnie, you, yeah, after you. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I should probably say what. Say. Listen to all the things BC just said. I think you're I know. B BC BC is telling me, Ronnie, don't be a dick on social media. And I'm just like, well. Oh, no, you can be a dick if mm -hmm. it's in the, the correct context and not spitting in the face of people who want to be cool. Nah, but see, that's the problem. Everybody wants to be cool on social media. Oh, wait. Well, here, while we give Ronnie some, uh, uh, Matt out there, True Prince of Pro on Twitter, just tweeted, listening to the Mayhem Show right now. And I've got to say, I absolutely love hearing BC Steel recount stories from Pittsburgh Independent Wrestling history. 
Thank you. Really enjoy hearing these fun stories that happened in the area, and he just tells it so freaking well. Well, thank you. Thank the you. reviews are coming in, sir. Let me just toss my nod. I can't say we normally back. get like review tweets in the middle of the show like that, though. That that's pretty astonishing. Um, but anyways, Ronnie. Uh, what I learned in wrestling. I don't know why I'm making week. him go first. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I just ranted um, and raved. I have a short. What I learned. Uh, I'm just gonna go with "Don't be a dick." Don't be a dick. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I learned that in any context, when Edge's music played, we will all be screaming the lyrics to it on our headset. We talked about <laughs> last night at two four seven. Uh, somebody came out to Edge's uh 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 original ultra bridge song and uh thankfully uh they had issues with his gloves and kept playing it <laughs> through several verses and we were in on we were in for it and uh so uh by the way props out the dj cake who was amazing all night and uh definitely got us uh, having a lot of fun you know it's pretty good when the commentary says i love this dj <laughs> that is that is very good <laughs> this is the second show in a row where that's happened so so shout out to dj cake and sag out sag, shout out to dj omega supreme that worked with us up in grand rapids i just like that name yeah i know right i was gonna say like <laughs> i don't know what Super- they do but I i'm love like i'm like he's like going off to do something and i was like still there setting up and i was like hey give me your card in case i need to get a hold of you if something comes up and I looked at it, it's like fucking DJ, it's like Omega Supreme, like, and he's got like, the Transformer head on it, right? I'm like, oh, fuck, this is good. Unless he's like punching small animals, I'm a fan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He had he had dudes, he had drunk dudes walking up to just like, I'm glad somebody played some real fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, they were, they were fantastic. It was great. Um, I, I can't say that's what I learned in wrestling this week, but um, no, I, I, I I have so much fun edit shows. <laughs> That's a fair point. I am seven shows. Like I get because one thing I get, and this is a, this is a this is a selfish thing for me. I, I I realize, but even though I'm not able to attend Rise, attend RWA, attend two uh, PW. Um, sorry, it's been two months since I had a show, so I, I forgot. Um, but they're coming up here at the beginning of August. Everybody go. Um, Friday night fights. Um. But uh, I get to, even though I'm obviously doing other things, um, I got great video crews and I'm able to relive what's happening and not miss anything yeah. and see who's coming up, you know, and see the Joe Murphys and the Cowpoke Pauls, like, holy crap, Cowpoke Paul. Yeah. Like the, the cowbells in the audience, yeah. it's ridiculous. That guy doesn't get a title shot by the end of the year. I don't know what we're doing. By the way, uh, <laughs> my uh, my charge beat him. That's not what I learned, but no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, what's it? What's it? What's his name? Griff Garrison. What is it? What is that guy? Griff Garrison. No, <laughs> my charge. Colby Red. Oh, Colby Red. That's Colby. right. That's Colby. Colby Red. I'm I thinking that Griff I, it was the guy. It was a new guy at, at uh, Great Success. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's a GG something, Gerard isn't it? Gerard Garrett. It's, yeah, you, you see my confusion now. See, hey, I got you. Don't Who worry. the fuck is Gerard Garrett? Is I love thing. alliteration. Oh, there. Oh. What was? Wow. I don't know. I what is this? Oh, I was uh, seeing what. Well, I knew they were doing weird stuff on dark because they had the two. It's an hour and forty nine minute dark tonight. Really? I think they have a regular dark ep- episode, and then they just put those two extra matches from Rev Pro and the wow. other promotion like on it. Well, that's awesome. It's I watch this is what this and that's what I watch while I edit is is dark. So I was like, well, that's fucking what I'm watching tonight. Uh, due to the message I received. Mm-hmm. I, not to cut off, but I want to throw this out there. Of okay. the mini thing I learned in wrestling this week, 
that you can control uh, what people think because I should clarify that due to the message I received, uh, I will say that I do thoroughly enjoy Andrew Palace. Okay. Uh, if a, a fan messaged me, if they want, if they want to chime in who they are, I'll let them. But uh, Andrew Palace is probably the best person that people forget is as good as he is, because you always get the yes, high level. Yes. It's good to. I, I'm one thing I'm glad because for whatever reason VCW I end up at. Um, it's good to be working with them again yeah. because it's been a while. And when you and I uh, now now I have to tell the story. Uh, when we were in the <laughs> ring once, somebody had said to me after, it looked like you two were throwing live rounds. Oh yeah. In my in his defense, uh, because I'm blind when I don't have both my contacts in, mine wasn't the best. Yeah. But he is so skilled that that yeah it 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 went as should on his end because okay. he is supremely talented. So. I said, okay, I'm going to run with it. Like, I'm going to just tell everybody I hate him and we'll see where it goes. And there was a few people that bought into it and somebody had messaged me and goes, well, they, they apparently bought into what I said. So it made its round somehow. So I love Andrew Palace. There's another person I can put over, mm -hmm. but it g goes to show you that if you sell something and believe it in enough that, uh, yeah, there you go. And I love everybody else. I meant all that stuff too. <laughs> Ronnie. I already gave him one. Oh, yeah, you did. I, and I kind of gave mine too, didn't I? I, I also <laughs> learned in wrestling, and I'm jealous of yours, I used to have hair. I, like, there are photos, I used to have hair. But it is rapidly disappearing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, you know, well, you, you, you ever heard? Like, I, I, I from, from back in the day, in high school, I was like, I just, if it stays, I'm going to keep it long. I'm never going to color it. I'm going to be Kevin Nash, Silver Fox. Um, and unfortunately, that started happening at like 35. Or actually, it started happening at 30. But I wish you know. I would have kept my long hair. Mm. Nobody else does, but I do. <laughs> now, are you as cool as Kevin Nash? Am I as cool as nobody's yeah. cool as Kevin Nash? That, that dude, him and Scott Hall are the uh, coolest dudes in the room every time. I only have a little bit of cool. So I'm just, uh, but, but also, like, I did 10 years of trying the short hair, and I just uh, wasn't happy with any of it. Oh, look at that. Look at that. There's a Coolest figure in the room right now. There you go. There you go. I think, is that a WCW one or a TNA one? That's a TNA one. I wonder if that's the one that's in two-pack that I got from Jim LaMotta. <laughs> I've told this on the show. It's in the, it's that's, in the, it's in the background. That's the red. That's the red. Uh, yeah. It's, so it's yeah. it's the two-pack of him, of Kevin Nash and Eric Young. And I love that Jim LaMotta um, apparently appreciated my work with Rise so much he would give me gifts every once in a while. Uh, and he wrote on the on the packaging on the plastic on, on it says, "Hey, remember when Kevin Nash was in TNA, <laughs> and that was a thing." <laughs> Kevin Nash and Alex Shelley mm -hmm. is my guilty pleasure mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I, I don't know if this would still upset people, but I'm sure it would have then. Kevin Nash gave personality to guys. Yeah. Alex Shelley yeah. had personality, in my opinion, before him, but he gave a different personality and and, and that, stuff to guys. That's, and, and that's why I love that you see AEW and you see, you know, the uh you know, I think we the 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 mascot managers, you know, whether it be Arn Anderson out there yeah. or uh uh a Sting coming out with Darby or, you know, uh, Jake coming out with Lance, you know, Lance Archer, you know, it, it was like you knew or even seeing Paul White and Mark Henry come in. Yeah. You knew that they're not just doing what's on television. They are there. Even Mark Henry said, it's like, we're here to tighten the screws a little bit. Yeah. Like, there's some great stuff happening, but there's some 
like loose stuff that shouldn't be happening on TV. Yeah. You know, that would make this product just a little bit better. I agree. You know, and and that's it, you know. It, for words and all, I, I have been saying lately, AEW is the best of the of the what I love about independence. Right? I, it yeah. really is, you know. Um, what I love, I don't know if that attracts for everybody else, you know. Um, but uh yeah, it, it it but but anything that tightens that down and still has that vibe, that's that's where it gets tricky, doesn't it? Yeah. And so. and one thing I will say with Mark Henry, I believe he found Jade Cargill. Yeah, I think I'm not 100. percent I I'm thought she was sure. a Booker T. No, she was in Nightmare Factory because yeah. they, they trained her up and put her right on okay. TV. I know somebody. I'm maybe I'm just giving credit to Mark Henry, but for he found somebody. Anyway, somebody found Jade Cargill. Okay, and actually, no, maybe Mark Henry found Bobby Lashley because of the strong. I don't know. Mark, <laughs> you know what? I'm making up my own facts here. Mark Henry found Jade Cargill. So the, I'm checking like, her Wikipedia page. Guys like that. Yeah, that have connections like he has connections, obviously, in the strongman competitions and and would have connections in his years just in the pro wrestling business like that can be a huge unsung hero of AEW. And, and she, I think Jade Cargill is going to be money. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, she's money now. But she's she gets she's her feet under. She, she's she's great working with enough of the right people to make her look good. Yeah. Um, being put in positions to not like nobody's going to do a Bill Goldberg like yeah. Steven Regal type match with yeah. her, right? And and have that fall apart. Like she's being protected. Yeah. Um, no, she's not a freaking tenure vet, you know, but God, like you cannot beat what she can do for presence. And yeah. that is like that's is also what they need as much as you want your indie guy to get over there. And actually cargo attended a tryout at performance center, according to Wikipedia. Subsequently, she began training at AR Fox's uh, Academy, taking advice from Mark Henry, who cargo described as her mentor. She went to train with Heath Miller and rich Bogers face to face wrestling school, then trained the match nightmare factory under QT and Dustin Sanjay and Brian Downs started coaching her when they arrived at AEW. So, so you do not doubt me. <laughs> I know everything. I mean, if you're not sold on Jade's ability yeah. now, she's got the right people yeah. behind her. And I mean, like for everybody that wants to say, well, she's new. The wrestling business isn't Yo, fair. No. If you had the tools she had and somebody gave you the opportunity, are you going to say, no, I don't want that? No, and, you take it. And this she is can make money. And, and AEW so is not taking a blanket. And she was, well, she's got a fitness background or something, yeah. right? She's a do-do-do-do to play basketball, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she, you know, it's not like AEW is taking this. Everybody needs to have a sports background yeah. stance and, and out ousting the indies as options. Um, but if AEW finds... A Jade Cargill or a big tall Indian guy that's hanging with Sanjay and yeah. uh, Jay Lethal right now, like uh, his name escapes him. That was a football, or no, sorry, a basketball yeah. first round draft pick. I mean, and he shows promise. I mean, it's a spectacle. It's like yeah. having Shaq in there in a tag team match. I, and you'll and, get the little blurb, like former first round. Like, yeah, you get the, that, that all counts. And that's somebody that when you're cl- like Jade Cargo is somebody that when you're clicking through the, the channels, Somebody will stop just because she has a presence to her, and you'll be like, "Okay, like I'm gonna and, watch and see where this and, goes." And as if any of this would be a surprise, Cargo has credited late female wrestler China and X Men character Storm as her inspirations. Which mm-hmm. I mean, Storm's a badass. Female yes, yes, absolutely. And, and when they turn Jade Cargo babyface, mm-hmm. she'll be that much 
further ahead. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh geez. Like it's, yes. it's really hard. I mean, I know why she, I get why she's a heel, but it's really hard to debut as a heel because heels normally lead the match. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in there, obviously that's not an issue, but no. when you're in the ring, so, I mean, she's doing the harder stuff now mm-hmm. because if you're a heel, it's then easier to get over as a baby face. So mm-hmm. I think in like two, three years, it's going to be like, yeah, she's, she's money. And, and, and she already, I mean, she, and she already is. And yeah. even as, I mean, you know, AW has that thing where I'm going to buy the t-shirt of the bad guy because they're a badass. Yeah. And, right. And they're very good at that. And I think she's with the perfect, I love that managers come back, but the mm-hmm. fact that she's with Stokely Hathaway, oh, who geez. I absolutely love. Oh, geez. Yes. Like, it, give Stokely Hathaway a mic, and then I just just let him do stuff. Yes, and 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 uh, uh, Smart Mark Sterling is doing uh, fantastic stuff with this yeah. right now too. And I think so. he, he because that's he la- makes up for what Nice lacks. Yeah, the the yeah. big thing is always well. Nice looks great, like a million dollars. He can wrestle no problem. Like he's good. He has great matches, but mm, he, the promos don't come across. Well, he's got Smart Mark Sterling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so there you go. So happy the managers are coming back. Not, I'm not getting signed. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm just, like, just listen. I'm just going to send this promo <laughs> of Wait, you stuff and Ronnie in this in the locker <laughs> to some contacts with contracts, and uh, we'll see what happens. Look, TK and I go way back to AOL message boards. <laughs> AOL, but what the fuck is this? You, you can can you tell me about that on 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 Patreon? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. All right, we're gonna wrap up the show here. Thank you so much. Ronnie Starks on the Twitters. Starks Wrestling on Twitter. If you want. His 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 domains don't match either. <laughs> but he does have a new episode of Cribs coming out where he shows you the uh, the the locker. Holy shit, that's a good idea, Ben. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome. BC Steel. Yo, girl. Yes, on Facebook now. On Facebook, as well. That is my name. Finally, on as well. Yes, as the uh, the 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 Twitter. Uh, yeah, the Twitter uh, on Instagram and TikTok because I'm clearly not too old for TikTok. Uh, BC underscore Steel. So you can catch me on there, and uh, yeah, you can catch me at uh, local professional wrestling events. There you go. <laughs> the lo- the localist yes the, the localist check the your localist. check your local listings if it's local and you know what i even though sorg hates the town i might even be in monroeville but i don't hate it i was just scared by it when like 20 years ago when i was afraid to go through a tunnel well that you know i i dated a girl from australia who hated the town name of monroeville and hated monroeville as a whole really yeah wow i could tell she's not going to see this so i could just talk about her all all the time but yeah she hated the town name said it should be pronounced Monaroville. I'm not going to do a bad accent, but yeah. Huh. So for that BC Steel <laughs> trivia, that ever if that ever comes up on Jeopardy, there you All go. All right, there it is. There it is. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Our guests are Paul Atlas and Steve Falcom. And we're going to talk about... Oh, oh no, I almost ruined it. We talk, we're going to talk about coloring books like next week again. The Rise and RWA ones that you can pick up over at falcomdigital.com. Uh, for those... Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time and attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time and attack. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.